More late model chassis changes. Dale McDowell is pissed. Anthony Macri back in a car and more today. Let's go. It's Sunday, September 3rd. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. A big week of late model action is on tap for Eldora Speedway. You've got the Baltus Classic tonight and then the 53rd World 100 starting on Thursday. If you're in the area to watch the action or maybe you work on a team, be sure to visit our friends at Whistle Stop Bar and Grill. The Whistle Stop is located just south of the track, six miles down 118 in Ansonia, Ohio. Once you leave Eldora and head south, it's a straight shot there. You literally don't have to make any turns as the Whistle Stop sits right on 118, which is Main Street in Ansonia. The Whistle Stop have been huge supporters of dirt racing with partnerships with Sheldon and Jack Huddenshield, Rico Abreu, Chris Windham, Cap Henry, the Dirt Nerds, Eldora Speedway, and obviously Dirt Tracker. They offer indoor and outdoor dining for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or you can order online at whistlebarandgrill.com and take it back with you. Grab some new friends in the campground or grandstands and make the trip right down the road to the Whistle Stop, Ohio's favorite train depot. We'll start this Sunday show off with a bunch of late model stuff from the last few days. We had more chassis swappers this weekend with Kyle Bronson showing up with a new Longhorn piece switching from Rocket. He'd been pretty good through the spring and into the early summer, but struggled at Boone and through Cedar Lake. He wasn't bad at Davenport, but picked up a pair of fourth place finishes this weekend at Deer Creek and Mississippi Thunder with that new car. He's currently 7th in the World of Outlaws standings. We'll see if this works out for him going forward. And Tyler Erb showed up Friday to Mississippi Thunder to run against the Outlaws in a new MB Customs chassis. He had issues in that feature and ended up 21st. Last night at Portsmouth, back with Lucas, he needed a provisional to start the main event and then hard charge to 11th. If he was going to switch away from Rockets, I'm not sure I would have guessed it would be to an MB car, but maybe there were signs a, a few weeks ago with Erb running a second Mars 28 car at Red Cedar with the XR Working Man series. It's not been a good season for Turbo as he's way down in eighth in the Lucas standings. He has his lowest season win total since 2017, just three wins this year. Those three victories came at East Bay with Lucas. That was way back in February. He had a Mars win at Brownstown in April and an XR working man at Legit in May. He's got just eight top fives in 45 Lucas appearances. We'll see if this new car can turn things around, but it clearly wasn't a magic bullet the first two nights out. Uh, Last night's Lucas victory went to Ricky Thornton Jr. It was his 17th of the year. He's going to continue setting that record as we go forward if he picks up more wins. He started 7th and was to the front with 19 to go. Brandon Overton, Dalton Wilson, Hudson O'Neill all also led uh, led laps in that one, Um, but they all ended up settling for top five finishes. Headed to Tyler County today, Overton's cushion to McCready for that final chase spot has grown to 140 points. With the Outlaws, Brandon Shepard, Bobby Pierce split wins at Mississippi Thunder and Deer Creek. Pierce had issues Friday and had damage, but still managed to hard charge from 16th to 2nd in that one. It was back-to-back wins for Bishop, and a second on Saturday night was his 5th straight podium finish against the Outlaws. Those guys definitely seem like they're finding their footing with that Longhorn now. Maybe something to keep an eye on here as we get into this World 100 week. Pierce won last night uh, at Deer Creek with no breaks over the final 15 laps. He was able to hold off the B5 for his series-best 10th win of 2023. The Outlaws don't race again uh, until the end of the month, and Pierce is very solidly in control of that championship right now. A weekend hunt, the front series wins went to Ashton Winger and Dale McDowell, although the Mac Daddy was not happy last night in victory lane. McDowell was out front but slowed uh, halfway, thinking the caution was out. He'd apparently heard something on the receiver, but there was no yellow shown around the racetrack. 
And before the caution was eventually thrown, Winger and Zach Mitchell uh, drove past him. And under the caution period, uh, McDowell vehemently protested to get the lead back because officials charged him with the yellow and thus used the blend rule to put him into third. He eventually blended into third for the restart, but picked up the win late when Winger got a flat tire uh, with just a few laps to go. In his Victory Lane interview, amongst other things, uh, he said, quote, I am just aggravated as hell right now to win the race. I'd done this shit 42 years, and that's the first I've seen anything like that, unquote. Uh, pretty rare to see uh, Dale McDowell fire, uh, fired up like that, but hey, at least he still ended up with the win. Uh, jumping over to some sprint car stuff, we obviously talked quite a bit last week about Anthony Macri, his lack of recent sprint car starts, and his late week Facebook statement about needing a break. I had a bunch of people message me uh, on Friday about this, but I'd heard earlier in the week we might see him back in a car. Uh, and Macri was in central Pennsylvania Friday and Saturday driving Bernie's Indy Race Part 71. He finished second Friday at the Grove behind Brent Marks and was third last night at Lincoln behind Freddie Raymer and Brent Marks. Uh, he'll be back to Lincoln tonight for the Dirt Classic finale. He told Jeremy Elliott, quote, a mental break does not mean I'm not going to be in a race car. A mental break for me is not having to work on the race car and being able to get away from racing during the week, unquote. It sounds like we'll see uh, Macri at the Tusky 50 in the 71 and then a pick and choose schedule for the rest of the year. Uh, at Skagit with the Word of Outlaws Sprint Cars, we had three different weekend winners. Thursday, Sheldon Hoddenshield had a crazy 16th to the win charge on a racetrack with plenty of character. It was his first outlaw win since June 17th at Beaverdam. I tweeted back on Friday that there are few drivers more exciting than Sheldon, I think, in the entire world of motorsports when he's doing what he does. I think I said Sheldon Hoddenshield doing Sheldon Hoddenshield things. He admitted in victory lane it's been a tough season, and the numbers show that. All the major stat categories have trended in the wrong direction for that team in 2023. He was second on Friday also, but then showed the other side of his driving style last night, catching the turn three cushion wrong while running third and going for a pretty big ride. I finished 23rd on the night. I feel like the electrifying and often destructive duality of Sheldon was on full display this weekend. Rigo Abreu picked up outlaw win number five on Friday night, and Brad Sweet took down the big cash on Saturday, breaking a 20-race winless streak. Headed to Grays Harbor tomorrow, Sweet's championship advantage has been extended yet again. Uh, David Gravel had a solid weekend and is back to second, but Carson Macedo was outside the top 10 two of the three nights. It's starting to feel more and more like Sweet is headed for five straight outlaw titles. Uh, one quick aside before we move on, I might be in the minority here, but I love watching sprint car qualifying. Every driver gets a chance in the spotlight. They are hustling their butts off, and you usually get some good close-up shots of them sawing at the steering wheel. I'm here for it. I think it's great entertainment. Uh, while the Outlaw Championship gap grows, we had no real changes in the All-Star fight. Weekend Attica victories went to Kerry Madsen and Zeb Wise, but Tyler Courtney was second both of those nights. So with the Tuscarora 50 coming up next, the Owners' Championship battle is still just eight points. Zeb and Sunshine have just the three nights at Port Royal, two nights at Fremont, and one night El uh, at Eldora left to settle this thing. Uh, for you midget fans, Zach Dom and Jade Avedisian were weekend Extreme Outlaw winners at Paragon. Jade has close to within seven points of Cannon McIntosh for the Extreme Championship. But I wouldn't sleep on Zach Dom here. He's been on fire as of late and has six races to try and erase a 75-point de uh, deficit. The midget teams shift focus now today uh, to Angel Park. They are uh, going to race there tonight and tomorrow in USAC competition. Speaking of USAC, Saturday's Silver Crown at Ted Horde 100 went to uh, Justin Grant. He led all but one circuit at DuCoin. Uh, Logan Seavey clings to a one-point lead in the standings over Cody Swanson with three races left. Uh, there's two at Eldora and one at IRP. 
Uh, because it's a Labor Day holiday weekend, there is still a ton more racing to come, so make sure to stop by dirttracker.com slash watch tonight to see what your streaming options are today. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.